Hey, what's going on, America? Man, it's the Isaac Image, and we're coming to you today with the fifth official podcast, man. It's going to be, it's going to cover a bunch of deep topics, fun topics to talk about. Also, we're going to start adding in new segments such as advertisements and also asking the audience, you know, what they think about this, and it will answer those questions. All right, let's get to it. Hey, what's going on? Man, I'm going to cover a very controversial topic. I'm letting you know that now. So don't get mad at me or anything. This is Chris, not Jeremy. But I still want to bring it up. And, well, first off, this segment is called Can You Resist? And the topic for this segment is Can You Resist Sex Before Marriage? Ooh. <laughs> I know I done, you know got on some people's nerves already. They ain't even start talking about it. Can you resist sex before marriage? That's a great question. Well, I know myself. Yes, I can. Because I done made a commitment with God that I was. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still sticking strong to it. Of course, I, I've made uh, mistakes in the past. But that was before I, I truly got committed to God. But ever since now, you know, you find other things to take its place. So it doesn't, you know, overpower your mind and and and, and increases your chances of doing something that you're going to regret. Easier said than done. Easier than said than done. I know people out there who who struggle with it. They want to try to do the right thing, but it's like it's too tempting and it's too good. Then you got to just ask yourself, do you trust God? If you do then everything else will take care of itself. He won't put you in situations that you can't overcome. He will be there. To, if you fully trust him, he will be there to get you through it. So it's just something that you got to really ask yourself. Because if you do trust God, then you'll continue to uh, build your strength and your belief and your faith in him that he can guide you through it and everything will be okay. It just seems like in the short run, it won't. But if you just continue to be with God and, and wait patiently long enough, everything will be fine. Trust me, sex ain't everything, man. Sex ain't everything. I don't care how good someone looks. It ain't everything. And, whew, now this is huge what I'm about to say. Sex comes with baggage. It comes with baggage. Because, let me tell you. Whoever you, you decide to do that with, you know, have that magical time with, oh, best believe, within the near future, it comes with problems. It comes with an unwanted commitment. It comes with personal issues. It comes with family issues. Like, basically, their life has become a part of your life, whether you wanted it to happen or not. And I'm like, nah, I'm okay. I'll wait till I actually marry somebody where we have no choice. We are one. You know what I'm saying? And God created the other if we ever, you know, get tempted in that way to go get married. So you can do stuff like that. But anyway, I just wanted to share a little quick insight on that. Man, if y'all have any comments, issues, or concerns on this topic, I know it's controversial. Just go to my Facebook page, Chris Isaac. And ask me a question. Or you can leave a voice message on Anchor. 
Also, I just want to put this out there too. On October 5th, we will be starting our official YouTube podcast where you can visually see us and, and go through the journey in person with us. With that being said, all right, y'all. Peace. What's up, y'all? This is Jeremy, and I'm giving you kind of an unpopular opinion, but I mean, oh, oh well, sue me. I don't care. Um, and this is for, like, the, the, the superhero, geeks, nerds, whatever you want to call us. I don't care. Call me that. And so, I'm a big Batman fan. I'm a big Superman fan. I think I like Batman more because he has no powers, but he's pretty much still, like, the most powerful. And so, I'm going to judge kind of the movie's in the 80s and 90s compared to now. In all honesty, I hate the 80s and 90s movies because I felt like it was just too much color. And some, okay, too much color when it came down to the characters like the Riddler, it, it was hard on the eyes. Joker a little bit too. And I, I have something to say about the Joker also, but I'll get to that later. I just felt like the movies were too, I don't, I can't really explain it. And Batman to me was not taking like serious. Like I, I was not afraid of him. Even as Bruce Wayne, it's like he's just he's chilling. He's too calm. He's too lax. The Batman in the newer movies with Christian Bale, it's like he's like just this crazy. I mean, he tries to be like the playboy type, but he's quiet. He's always thinking. He looks like he's up to something all the time. And then as Batman, he's scary. And I mean, the voice, they could have kept the voice, but overall, he's just scary. That's one thing. Two, Jack Nicholson Joker I'm going to just be honest. I felt like the Heath Ledger Joker is the best Joker of all time, mainly because he, like, I mean, I'm, I don't like to say this, but he pretty much, like, kind of died during this role. Like, he got so into this role, and he kind of got down in his life. And, I mean, I, I don't wish, I didn't, I hope, I wish that he didn't die because of this, but at the same time, it's like, it showed the amount of whatever that he put into. Like, I heard stories about he stayed in a, uh, hotel by himself like during most of the filming of it just to kind of drive himself crazy a little bit for that role which I think that's a little extra a little too far but I mean it paid off role wise and Jack Nicholson I mean he's played crazy roles before and just kind of just whatever roles and his Joker just wasn't like oh my gosh I'm scared like honestly I would have kicked it with him like joke me and Joker hanging out later we going to get some drinks or something like we going to play pool like, he wasn't just scary. Like, the best scene from the Heath Ledger um, Joker was when he's walking out of the hospital and he's clicking the button to blow up the hospital and he's like, he clicks it and it doesn't blow up as much as he wants it to. He just looks at it, then he clicks it again and it blows up more and it's just like, wow, like, he's really psycho. Like, I really believe that. Jack Nicholson, not so much. He was still kind of being himself. He looked like he just put on some makeup and just started talking. Like, that really wasn't much method acting. Two, honestly, I feel like overall, they all suck, except for, like, the um, Ben Affleck one, based off Batman's size. In all of them, Batman is just kind of scrawny. Like, Batman may be, like, 185, like, 6'1", 6'2". I'm like, Batman is a cornerback in the league. Like, Batman is a point guard. 
in the comic book, it's like Batman is supposed to be like six foot three, six foot four, like two sixty, but he's fast. Like Batman's supposed to be like Calvin Johnson. Batman is LeBron. Like Batman probably got a forty inch vertical. He probably bench like five, six hundred pounds. He could dunk. Shoot, he averaged twenty eight one season. Averaged a triple double in the finals. Like that's Batman. I don't look at Batman as like being my height, my size, like nah. Cause it's like that doesn't put fear in my heart. Like you, oh no, it's Batman, but wait, I'm looking him dead in his face. Or I'm looking over him. I mean, yeah, he got the armor and all, but I mean still, it's like, bro, Batman's supposed to be like tall and just like just scary looking. Like I'm supposed to like just shake when I see him. I didn't feel that from all especially with Christian Bell. Christian Bell is may not be that tall. I mean he did, at least he didn't look that tall. And it's just, I don't know. I just didn't like it. And then the last thing I want to touch on, the villains. The villains in the newer Batman were much more scary than the ones back then. Like, Jim Carrey's Riddler, I was laughing at him the whole time. Jack Nicholson already said that he's not really scary. Bane, Bane just quiet. He big and quiet. Like, Bane just sitting in the corner like, yeah. He's like a bouncer, like. I ain't gonna say nothing, but if you try something, all right, I'm gonna show you. The only one who was just like, okay, like a little bit was Poison Ivy, but even then, she was more seductive. She wasn't like, oh yeah, I don't don't come by me or like you see me run. It was more so like, dang, you kind of cute, but I mean, you kind of like poisonous. Get back. And so it's like in the newer movies, you had the um, Scarecrow. Scarecrow was scared because of that gas and that mask. It's like once you get that gas, that mask just looks terrible. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie. I watched that movie. I think it came out, like, 06. I was eight. I was terrified of that part. Or then you had the second movie where you had the Joker. That was scary. Like, oh, my goodness. I can't really, like, I can't force enough. That was creepy. Last movie. You had um Bane. This Bane could talk. Granted, he talked too much. Like, he was giving too many speeches. And Bane sounded a little educated. I didn't like that. Because in the comic books, Bane is, like, Hispanic or something like that. In, um, like, the Dark, was it, Dark Knight Rises, he sounded British. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe Bane kind of was born in Spain, but moved. I don't know. But still, he was more menacing. Like, he talked more. And I see that. I noticed that in a lot of movies, the villains, like, are scarier because they talk more. They keep the same demeanor. And they say stuff that's just, like, okay. Like, I think he said something in the movie. He was like, uh, I did not know which one would break first, your spirit or your back. And that was when he broke his back. And I'm just like, hey, that was kind of tight. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I don't like to see Batman take a beating, but, I mean... The, the dialogue was amazing <laughs> and you even see that like with uh, Thanos Thanos honestly in my opinion he talks a little too much but the stuff he says is just like wow like I really felt that like he out here giving us quotes like he giving us captions like I feel like a lot after like Infinity Wars and all that came out it was a lot of those captions used and so I just I just like the villains more in the newer movies and that may be me saying like oh or that may, may be me sounding like oh yeah he's He's saying that because he, he's newer generation and all that. But I've literally watched and studied people. I'm a huge superhero person, like fan, whatever you want to call me. So it's like, I pay attention to all of this. And honestly, I did not like them. I mean, they're okay to watch, but still. Even the Robin was awful. Now, granted, they didn't do a Robin in the newer movies, but still, Robin, I'm like, bro. First off, Robin, a kid in the comic books. Now y'all got him big, big dude. 
And then they made him older, okay, so I understand that, but it's just like, bro, he's not even scary. Like, he's an idiot. Every time, like, Batman was babysitting him. I'm happy they didn't have a Robin. And so overall, man, I know that's not really, like, for the people who really were, like, growing up in that time or whatever, who really watched those movies and liked them, yeah, they're going to disagree with me, but I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just being honest, bro. But, man, that, that's all, man. I'm out. Thank you. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Garden of Life Vitamin Cold Men's Multivitamin that comes with live probiotics and enzymes. Man, it has all of your necessities, such as all your, your vitamin A, C, D, E, K, and vitamin B. Then it also comes with your metal, your uh, necessary metals. Your, it comes with a raw organic fruit and vegetable blend. Also a raw probiotic and enzyme blend, which helps with your digestive system. And also a raw antioxidant and immune support complex that helps with mental support, neural support, and helps fight against the effects of aging. Man, please, if you're ever in Sprouts, um, Whole Foods, man, please invest in this vitamin. It works well. Peace. Yeah, and y'all know what time it is. It's <laughs> one has to go time. And man, I'm hyped, man. I, I really like doing this little segment, man. I, I really just enjoy it because honestly, I'm, I just, I have a love for a lot of different like things, like movies, music. I'm gonna be honest, I'm a superhero nerd. So I'm into all the little Marvel, DC comic things. I just, I just have an opinion about all of that. And so in doing this, I get to share my opinion which is good because I can't all the time talk to my mom or whatever about it because they, it may not be something they're into. So at least with the podcast, somebody's into it. So I'm, I'm just hyped that I get to explain that and just give my input. But today, the topic going to be black actors. And I'm going to do three instead of two, but only two can stay. And so I'm going to give my three. Normally it's two, but I'm going to give three. I'm going to give the good and the things they contribute. And then I'm going to also just give the bads. Well, not necessarily the bads, but why I think they should either stay or go. All right. So the three people are Denzel Washington, Jamie Foxx, and your boy, Will Smith. All right. So I'm going to start with the first one. Denzel Washington has given us so many movies. And he showed us so many different sides with, uh, I think it was a movie. I don't know if it was Pride, Glory, something like that. But it was a movie he did back in the day. That movie, um, he did Train in Day. Come on now. He did like 18 million train movies. And, and I mean, I guess Train in Day would count as a train movie. I, I really don't know. It's, it's some type of training in it. I mean, that should count for something. He did John Q. Come on now, man. I would have did the same thing for my son, man. I'm, everybody getting shot up. Now nah, I'm joking. But I would I would have did the same thing, just minus the gun. And like the 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 holding up thing, uh, I wouldn't have did that aspect. But hey, I love my son. He ain't here yet. But give it about like ten more years. But anyways, he has a lot to offer. And so that's him. He has a lot of good movies. A lot there's some bad movies in there, but he has a lot of good ones. Let's go to Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. I'm gonna give the most obvious one. Yes, Ray. Come on now. He played Ray Charles better than Ray Charles. Like, honestly, I'm going to be real. 
I thought that the way he played Ray Charles was so good that I thought it was Ray Charles' vocals. I forgot that Jamie could sing. I mean, I knew he could, but I, you just tend to forget stuff like that because you're just so just fascinated with how good he's acting. And so he gave us Ray. He gave us, come on now, he was he was in an Annie movie. That movie was all white. I'm talking like loose leaf paper, construction paper, the white sheet. And he made that movie like a black movie. I'm like, that's you got pulled if you could do that. And then you got Will Smith. And a lot of people be like, oh, why you didn't pick Samuel Jackson? Well, um, this is my segment, and I didn't want to pick him. So, there. But you got Will Smith. Will Smith has done Hitch, Independence Day, my personal favorite, Bad Boys. He's doing a lot of movies now. I mean, some of them I haven't watched. Like, I watched the Concussion movie, but, like, there's movies I still haven't watched, like Seven Rounds, stuff like that. But even did like a, a DC movie with um, Suicide Squad. And same thing with Jamie Foxx. He did a Marvel movie with the Spider-Man movie, which I feel like he did good in that movie. And so I gave everything that they did. And you, you kind of know their work, their groundwork, whatever, their filmography. And so now one has to go. So the one that's a for sure stay, and I think everybody will agree with me on this, Denzel. Honestly, I'm going to be real. Denzel Washington stays strictly because of Training Day. Training Day was a role so beside himself. And it was like, it was so believable. Like, I've never seen Denzel Washington play a bad guy. But he played this perfectly. And so it's just like, man, like, nah, he, he got it. He has to stay. Because that shows he has range. He has all types of range. I feel like Denzel Washington could play, play a pimp if he wanted to. And I would really believe that he's like really out here pimping. And he's been married for a while. And so now I have to make the tough decision. And I'm just going to have to just upset some people. Jamie Foxx has to go. And I'll say why. Jamie Foxx, honestly, overall is the most talented when it comes down. He actually did. I mean, don't get me wrong. Will Smith has done successful music, but let's be real. <laughs> Some of that probably was ghostwritten anyway. Jamie Foxx, he, he can sing, he can play the piano, he can act. He probably could rap if he really wanted to. He, do, he does it all. But I would say the better actor, I can take Jamie Foxx serious as that. Like he did a movie, Law Abiding Citizen, with uh, Gerard Butler. That was a good movie. Don't get me wrong, it's probably like my top, in my top five movies. But at the same time, it's like he's one of those that even in a serious role, you're waiting on him to say something funny. And that's kind of, it's a little bit of the same with Will Smith, but he does it in such a professional way, I would feel like. I, and that's hard to explain, but I still feel like I would take Will Smith because of his body of work. Like Independence Day did numbers. I forgot Men in Black. Men in Black did numbers. I really forgot another one that was kind of in the same, like whatever, as um, Ray, like the Charles, Ray Charles movie. He did Ali. And that was another movie where he played Ali so good that I just like, I'm like, man, like this guy is good. Like he gained weight. He learned how to box and all of that just for this role. He did iRobot. He did, um, crap. It's the movie with the zombies. I can't think of it, but he did that movie. I am legend. And so it's just like, he did a lot of good movies and these were serious roles. Like in I am legend, he didn't tell a single joke. I mean, some of his stuff was funny because it's like, wow, he really up here talking to like mannequins. But at the same time, it's like, wow, like he really did a movie with just him, a dog and a woman. And it was just him and the dog most of the time. And he was just really killing it. Like, I really thought he was crazy. And so Jamie Foxx, I'm not saying he's not capable, but he hasn't shown that range yet. And there are other actors that I kind of would maybe think about putting in there. But those are the main three. 
So I would say, all in all, Jamie Foxx, man, I still love Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx show is probably my favorite show. But I gotta go with Will Smith and Denzel Washington, man. If you feel any different, let us know. Comment, do what you can. Support us, please support us, because we need all the support. Cause it's hard out here, man, it's hard. We out here really working hard, putting our blood. Okay, not really our blood, but we putting some sweat into this, just a little bit, not a whole lot of sweat. But just enough just to, you know, like wet up a little bit like of a shirt or something like that. But, yeah, we're really putting in work into these podcasts. And we're really trying to get better at this so we can take off. So, man, support us. If you know us, please support us. Because you're the ones that we have to see. And we'll know if you don't support us. If you don't know us, get to know us. And then support us. So, thank you, man. I'm out. Hey, what's going on, America? Look, check this out. I was thinking, and I got my own little theory on this, and I want to share it with y'all. So I truly believe that convenience leads to unhealthiness. I know that sounds crazy, but let me break it down. Let's use food, for instance. All the convenient things are quick, cheap, and greasy. Think about it. Quick, cheap, and greasy churches, all your fast food spots, churches. I know they trash, but I still got to mention them. Popeye's, you know, they talk about that spicy chicken sandwich challenge and all it is. You come with some fries on the side. That's a fat boy sandwich right there. You know what it leads to? Being a fat boy and unhealthiness. It leads to hospital bills. It leads to medical bills. It leads to unwanted bills. You know what it leads to also? Cast the casket calling. I'm talking about you don't want to go, but sure, you keep eating enough uh, Popeye's spicy chicken sandwiches, you'll be out of here before 50. And that's and that's scary, man. That's why I said convenience causes unhealthiness. Cause all the things that are convenient stops us from being active. It stops us from having to do stuff as if that convenient stuff wasn't there. Quote, unquote, cooking, working out. I'm too convinced. Convenience creates laziness. DoorDash, Uber Eats, what's that? Uh, Grubhub, Postmates, all of them creates unhealthy habits. I ain't got to cook no more. I can just order. They come to my house. They come to my house, drop my grease off. Wow. So that means I ain't got to get in the car to go drive to the fast food spot. They'll deliver it. And then this, oh, this is a, oh my goodness. This irks my nerves. When people are contradictive, they talk about, you know, I, I call it the um, MLK Day resolutions. They ain't New Year's resolutions. They just like two week resolutions. They end on MLK Day. Every New Year, women be like, Man, well, not women, majority women. It's some men, too. Man, I'm going to lose like 15, 20 pounds this year. I guarantee you I'm going to be on top of it this year. That lasts for 13 days. I'm talking about that lasts until you had that first, you know, that first moment at work where you get stressed out. Then it's a wrap. Or that first paycheck come out, you know, you got to get the new kicks. Got to get your hair and nails done. Oh, my goodness. You got to get all that stuff done. It's a wrap. Chicken wrap to be exact, because that's where you're going to get one. 
And it's man, I get fed up when I talk about this comment about this uh topic. Because I ain't gonna lie, I struggle a little bit, but I really try my best to not make things a habit. When they become a habit, it's so hard to to untrain yourself from doing it. Oh my goodness, it's tough. So if you mess up, and you're gonna mess up, you're not perfect. You gotta make sure you correct it before it becomes unpreventable and make any sense. Anyway, just tell me what you think about this topic. Hey, and evaluate your life to make sure you ain't making convenience a priority in your life, which leads to unhealthiness. With that being said, all right, peace, America. Again, this is Jeremy, and I just want to start off by saying thank you to the people who do listen to the podcast and the, the fans that we have so far. And I just want to just uh, like show my appreciation for you guys, and also just say like just keep sharing it, keep trying to get it out more, and just get more people to listen. And we really appreciate that. Thank you. And so now that that's out the way, I'm going to start with really it's sort of a testimony slash story slash just life lesson in general. Okay. So if you listen to the earlier podcast or you follow me, I talk a decent amount about my injury, mainly because it's just kind of, it still affects me in everyday life. It's not one of those things that just happen and then, okay, maybe a couple weeks later, I'm good. It's been three, no, it's been four months, September 1st, and I still, like, I have setbacks. And so basically, I'll talk about this. So today I went to the gym and, like the basketball gym, and I tried to shoot and really on the way there i think that is the most afraid i've been going toward like going to do anything and it wasn't like afraid like oh i'm nervous because it's been a while it's more so i'm afraid because i don't want to hurt myself again or i don't want to hurt the other leg or whatever or the same way either or and so i was a little jittery and it was even jittery to the point of I did not wear, I chose not to wear the same shoes that I wore the day that I hurt myself because I I don't want anything. I'm trying to change that in general. And so I got to the gym shooting, just walking around. I even walked to like on some movie type thing. I walked to the spot where I hurt myself. That was, I guess that was just unnecessary, but I did it. And so walked there, shot a couple shots. Wasn't in there long and in about 30, 45 minutes. And I came to the realization that, nah, I can't do it no more. Like, basketball, I love basketball. I really cared about it. And I really just, it's been a big part of my life. It let me travel a little bit. And it just, you know, it just kept me in shape, kept me active. It kept me from doing things that could have been detrimental to my life. But at the same time, it has not been the greatest towards my body. And, like, the Achilles injury is not really the first. I've had a busted-up knee. I've rolled ankles, sprained ankles many a time. Had a concussion. Just had many, like, back issues. I've had so many injuries dealing from just basketball. And after a while, you come to the realization, like, okay, I put so much effort into this. And, A, I don't make money from it. It doesn't provide for me. B, I don't necessarily have to do it. It's just something, yes, I love doing it, but at the same time, it doesn't love me back. And so I came to that realization really today. Before I came to the gym, I was like, okay, I'm going to really get back. 
And I'm really just trying to, you know, like get back into the groove of things. And I was kind of like, at first, I'm, I'm like, it's just the natural shock of the injury. Like, you're like, oh, no, I don't ever want to play again. And then after a while, once you see yourself walking, kind of moving faster, you're like, okay, I can see myself actually going. But after going to the basketball court and actually, like, seeing how scared I was, I walked perfectly fine now, or close to perfectly fine now. But on the basketball court, I was limping because I was just so scared. Every step, I was just like, please don't hurt yourself. And so in seeing that, I can't do it no more. Mainly because I think that for a very long time, I will always live in fear of, okay, what if I hurt myself again? And some people will say like, oh, well, you get in better shape. The injuries that I've sustained, there was times where I was in good shape and I got the injuries, which is the, uh, the concussion is one of those things you just really can't control. Just you fall, awkward fall. But at the same time, it's still like, okay, I've been injured not only when I was in good shape or great shape, but also when I just wasn't in the best of shape. And so it just makes you look at things differently. Like, it makes you look like, man, nah. If it was one thing, if it was just, okay, I didn't take care of my body, okay, I can understand it. I would take care of my body better, but it's not that. And so the moral of this story is, honestly, to anyone out there younger playing sports or older, whatever, take care of your body and don't take things for granted. Today was, I'm not going to say emotional. I didn't cry or anything like that, but it was eye-opening. Because it comes, it's like, if you see a chapter of your life close, and it was a chapter that I never wanted to close. I wanted to play basketball my whole life, but at the same time, you get older. I'm only 21, but uh, oh my goodness, my body feels older. And so when you see that and you realize that, it's like, nah, I don't want to make anything like worse. And I already know once I get older, oh my goodness, it's going to be horrible. Like, it's going to be a lot of aches and pains, but I'm going to try to start taking care of my body better to where if I wanted to play basketball yeah I could and I would be okay but I don't want to I just want to take care of my body so that I can just be in better shape I can heal from my injury and get back to the best shape that I can be in and so for all anyone playing AAU high school middle school whatever take care of your body and do not take things for granted because they can be taken from you at any moment one bad injury and yeah, I mean, some people come back and they're, there's nothing wrong, but then there's others that come back and it's never the same. And I'm the type, if I can't play it the way I want to play it, I won't play at all. So, and I know there's other people out there like that. So just don't take things for granted because again, it, it, you're, everybody's one injury away from just not playing them. And granted, like I said before, it's not a just career ending. Well, for me, it is just for the fact of, I don't make money off this. It's not my career. So it's like one of those, like, nah, I don't have to do it. But it's not a, if you're really focused on basketball, it's not career ending, but it is life changing. That is an injury that when I seen NBA players get, I would be like, oh, okay, like, man, they come back quick. But actually experiencing it, I'm like, okay, never mind. This is an extremely tough process. Four months away from the injury, or since the injury, and I'm still not able to, like, jump. I, I can run, but it's very ugly. I look like I have to go to the bathroom. And jumping, I look like a little kid just trying to jump, but I get like three inches off the ground. And so it's a tough process, but at the same time, I mean, I'm going to get through it, and I'm going to, like, be better from the situation. But, I, again, I came to the realization, no more basketball. There's really other things I can do to occupy my time. It's just not basketball. Does that mean, okay, I just won't shoot a shot? I'll shoot a shot, but games, anything competitive, nope. 
And so, again, if you're listening, thank you. I really appreciate that. And just thank you. Hey, thank you for tuning in to episode five of the Isaac Image Podcast. I want to thank everybody for just listening and just giving us the time, giving us support, all of that. I appreciate that. And I know my brother, we all appreciate that. Share it. Get us out there. Because we're really trying to make it doing this. And we're really just putting in work, trying to just get better at this. So we appreciate you listening. And if you have any feedback, comments, anything, anything. Heck, if you want to give us advice, we'd appreciate that. Reach me at Jeremy Isaac on Facebook or my brother Chris Isaac on Facebook. Or if you have any other comments, reach us on the Anchor app. So thank you. And all right, y'all. Peace.